Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. It is go time. This is your host, Sergio Fassa, at Feet to the Fire. And I tell people, I just told some people yesterday, you need to be here every day for your 15 minutes, your 15-minute dosage of conservative, conservative brain power to reorient your thinking so that you're processing through the swamp of modern daily media with a rightly-oriented conservative mind. You need your antidote to the constant flood of liberalism. So don't miss day after day, and you will have your mind oriented correctly. The post-millennial. I mentioned this yesterday. Here's the article. Exclusive. Donald Trump slams the arrest of Ashley Babbitt's mother. Speaking at an event at Mar-a-Lago on Saturday evening, Donald Trump slammed the Biden regime over the arrest of Ashley Babbitt's mother. That's right. Ashley Babbitt, as we said yesterday, is the Air Force, I believe it was Air Force, veteran who was shot and killed, i.e. murdered in cold blood by Capitol Police at the January 6th protest, so-called dubbed insurrection and riot by the establishment and mainstream media. And I always have to say, every time I mention that so-called insurrection, that it is the first insurrection in world history where the alleged insurrectionists were staging a rebellion with no weapons whatsoever. The authorities, allegedly who against whom the rebels were rioting and, and protesting, the authorities allowed these rebels in, moved the gates, opened the doors, and the authorities were the ones who were armed, and the authorities were the ones who discharged their weapons and actually killed an innocent person in cold blood, Ashley Babbitt. And now they've gone and arrested her mom. And there is no outrage over the fact that a woman who served our country, an Air Force vet, is dead for no reason, murdered by the state, murdered by the state. Do you hear me? Ashley Babbitt was murdered by the state. This is this is where we live now in the United States. Kent State massacre, four dead in Ohio. You know that Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young song from the '60s, '70s. Not that that was good, the Kent State massacre. But all we heard about was those four college students and those riots and protests that ended up. I I don't even really know that whole story. I guess they were uh, shot by police in Ohio. That gets a song written about it. You have summers of riots with BLM and prosecution of cops. But when the feds do it, oh, sweep it under the rug. um, Ashley Babbitt was killed by a United States Capitol Police officer on January 6th. Withoft, which I guess is her last name. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Was arrested outside of the Capitol on Friday, the two-year anniversary of her daughter's death. Trump brought up the arrest during a special CPAC that's the Conservative Political Action Committee, event at Mar-a-Lago pointing to the weaponization of law enforcement under the Biden regime. 
And Trump's absolutely right. Quote, this is Trump. We have a weaponized country right now with law enforcement. It's a disgrace what's happening to our country. Ashley Babbitt's mother was arrested yesterday because she, would pro- she was protesting the death of her daughter being shot by a lunatic who got a record of not so good. And then they try and protect him and they do things, what they've done to that family. That they shot her, there was no reason, and then they arrested because the mother was in a group and they arrested yesterday the mother of Ashley Babbitt. So she loses her daughter and then on top of it, she gets arrested. We're not going to let this go on. We're not going to let this go on. These people are horrible, horrible. And what they've done to protest us, I mean, these were protesters. They were protesting a dishonest election. And whenever you mentioned that they don't want to ever talk to you because they don't want to have that out there. The one thing they don't want to talk about is a dishonest election because they know and they've been caught. Trump's right. This is why people love Trump because he says it. And he says it like he's your neighbor at the local bar and grill talking to you about it. In footage circulated on social media by streamer Woke Societies, Mickey Whithoft was seen being handcuffed and taken into custody by multiple police officers while onlookers protested. Um, here it is. According to the National Pulse's Raheem Kassam, Whithoff was arrested for jaywalking. There you go. Jaywalking and she gets arrested. She was with the protesters when you're looking at the video. I guess they were in the street or they were in a spot where they weren't supposed to be. Which, yeah, you shouldn't be in a spot in the street where you're not supposed to be, where it's illegal to be. But seriously, the, the, it's, it's beyond irony. It's sickening that they shoot her mother and two years later they arrest her for a street violation. I mean, somebody should realize at some point, which we now know this is Ashley Babbitt's mom, and let her go. Remember, going all the way back to over a year ago, I think this is from August 2021, just a reminder of what happened to that cop, the post-millennial. Capitol Police rules that the fatal shooting of Ashley Babbitt was, quote, lawful. So nothing happened to the cop. Even though we've been hearing for months and years now how we have to prosecute law enforcement that's out of control, that, you know, systemic police brutality, on and on it goes, but nothing happens to this cop because the victim was a MAGA supporter. Even though the medical examiner ruled it a homicide, the unnamed officer is free from criminal and internal liability over the January 6th encounter. The Capitol Police issued a press release Monday. We're going back over a year now. Publicly clearing the officer who shot Ashley Babbitt from reprimand. Oh, no, he doesn't even get reprimanded, let alone legal action. The unnamed Capitol Police officer was exonerated Friday in an internal probe into the cop's role in the fatal shooting. So if the victim is black, even if he's a criminal and it was lawful discharge of firearms and it was life threatening, we have to hear about that unending how it's racism, systemic police brutality, targeting minorities, and that guy gets prosecuted. But when it's a MAGA supporter who's shot in cold blood and murdered for no reason in a situation that was not life-threatening, buried under the rug. The official remarks on the Capitol Police's findings starts off by saying the department went through all the evidence and interviewed witnesses. The police force's conclusion labeled the officer's actions lawful. Oh, really? Shooting an unarmed woman through a door. USCP's... Office of Professional Responsibility determined the officer's conduct was lawful and within department policy. I'm glad the bureaucrats invested the bureaucrats and found out that the bureaucrats were clear of any accusations and guilt before the other bureaucrats. 
Unbelievable. Policy, which says an officer may use, may use deadly force only when the officer reasonably believes that action is in the defense of human life, including the officer's own life, or in the defense of any person in immediate danger of serious physical injury, the statement reads. Right, because anybody's life was threatened by the rioters because they were all carrying weapons. Oh, wait, they weren't. And because they, they crashed through the doors and broke in. Oh, they didn't. They were given entry when the officers moved the barricades and opened the doors. This is ridiculous. United States Capitol Police says the officer who shot Babbitt will not be named, as Trump called for, nor will the cop face discipline for the conduct. The statement says the officer's actions, quote, saved members and staff from serious injury and possible death. Possible death from the January 6th crowd attempting to break through that day? Attempting to break through? I keep saying it. They op- You have got video of it. They opened the doors and let them in. And the crowd wasn't injuring anybody. And the crowd got past where Ashley Babbitt was. The crowd got all through the Capitol building. And no one was hurt. No one was killed except one of the protesters at the hands of the authorities. But we're supposed to believe that she was shot to protect people from possible death. So no discipline for the cop. Fox News. The White House said Monday it would veto a bill that passed in the Republican majority house that would claw back $72 billion in funds to hire tens of thousands of IRS staff over the next decade. Remember how I told you yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday because Monday night, the House passed a bill with their power of the purse, removing the funding for, I don't know, 86,000 new IRS agents. But just like good little liberals, the White House and the administration runs the microphone and says we're going to veto it. Republicans passed a bill Monday to take back most of this money, a move that the White House said would help corporations and wealthy Americans cheat on their taxes. Yeah, we need 86,000 more bureaucrats to stop the rich and corporations from cheating, tax cheating. This is the statement from the White House. And I want you to notice two things. One, when you observe liberal speech, class warfare, and two, language propaganda, buds words that they always repeat. Far from protecting middle-class families or small businesses. There it is, class warfare, classic Marxism. Don't talk to me about classes. What helps this class or what helps that class? The rich, the poor, the wealthy, the middle class. What is lawful and right? And do that. I don't care about classes. America is a society that legally, legally erased classes. Yes, there's rich and poor, but legally, equality under the law. In capitalism, private property ownership, when that is retained and enforced over society, there is no more classes because the poor can become rich and the rich can become poor. So don't talk to me about classes. Talk to me about what's lawful and right. H.R. 23 protects the, the, the bill that the House passed, cutting funding for IRS agents, protects wealthy tax cheats at the expense of honest Middle-class taxpayers. There's another, there's language propaganda. Honest taxpayers. Honest everyday Americans. This is repeated political speech that I want you to notice. Anytime politicians say things repetitively, it's language propaganda. With their first economic legislation of the new Congress, House Republicans are making clear that their top economic priority is to allow the rich and multi-billion dollar corporations to skip out on their taxes while making life harder for ordinary middle-class families that pay the taxes they owe. That's their agenda. Not lowering costs or cutting taxes for, here it is, hard-working Americans. Political speech, buzzword, they always use that. Propaganda's coming when you hear that. Hard-working Americans, as President Biden has consistently advocated. Here's another one. The White House said that the IRS agents are needed to ensure the wealthy pay their fair share, pay their fair share. We could thank Obama for that Marxist language. 
of taxes, which helps reduce the federal deficit. Whenever you hear these buzz phrases, guys, wake up, let your ears perk up and say, I'm hearing language propaganda. You want to know another one? Here's another one. Boots on the ground. Everybody loves that. To exploit the American soldier for whatever political point they're trying to make. Boots on the ground. I, 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 these are insufferable, repetitive phrases all over the media. Class warfare language. Ignore it. Okay. Biden and his corruption. From Truth Social, I read you Andy Biggs yesterday. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Joe Biden took classified documents from the White House when he was vice president. The VP does not have the power to declassify. Only POTUS. Joe Biden stole classified documents. This is a very serious crime. DOJ and NARA can't sweep this under the rug and persecute Trump. Correct. Troy Nell's breaking classified documents from Joe Biden's vice presidential days found at his private office. When will the FBI raid his home? Exactly right. Because the whole premise for the Mar-a-Lago raid was that Trump had classified documents. Well, the president has plenary powers over all the executive branch and its documents. So they are classified or not, he can declassify them in his mind. He doesn't even need to say it. And Trump did anyway. And the documents were legally his. Guess what? VP can't do that. Doesn't have plenary power over the executive branch. He's a federal officer and can't take classified documents. So are they going to raid Biden's home? What's the details on these documents? Biden's personal attorneys have confirmed roughly a dozen classified documents, including some marked, quote, sensitive compartmented information that were found in a locked closet last November when they were closing the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagements, Washington, D.C. office. Biden had used the workspace during his UPenn honorary professorship from 2017 to 2019. And Attorney General Merrick Garland directed a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Chicago to investigate the matter after the Justice Department was notified by the National Archives and Records Administration. By the way, this I'm reading from the Washington Examiner. Federal office holders are legally required to return classified materials when their tenures end. So everything the media doing as they present this, what they're doing is trying to pitch it as something different, uh, different circumstances than within Trump's situation. Oh, they were safe and secure. Oh, they are uh, being returned quickly. It's all nonsense. And the postmillennial said this, U.S. intelligence materials related to Ukraine, Iran, and the U.K. dated 2013 to 16 were among the classified documents being kept by Joe Biden from his time as vice president. And how about the $54 million in Chinese gifts donated to UPenn while he was holding on to these docs? Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Double Standard will give you more info tomorrow on the money laundering. See you then.